1: Drive Show with Peter Vlahos. Toolmark, your complete tool centre. Proudly WA owned and operated for over 40 years.
2: The weeks are flying and here we are now on the eve of the semi-final weekend. The first one tomorrow night, 5.50 our time. And it is Melbourne against the Lions. The teams are in. Also the teams are in, the squads anyway, for Fremantle against Collingwood at the MCG. We're gonna go through that. We're gonna go through all the issues of the week. And not forgetting you can join us anytime on the Tempera Bedsheet. Text line zero four eight seven seven three six seven three six or the Scarborough Turnover open line thirteen twelve fifty five. Hags Tim Hagdon with us on a Thursday night. Good evening. mate. Hi
0: Peter, how are you? Not bad.
2: Uh, I'm well done by the way. Monday night you unveiled before anybody else the AFL television broadcast details and of course they got wind of it, uh, other media outlets, and all of a sudden, uh, Gillam McLaughlin and Kerry uh, Stokes and Richard Goyter, the chairman of the AFL, conducted a press conference where it was unveiled. The only thing we weren't sure about was no doubt the length, which is now seven years, and it's $4.5 billion, <laughs> of which uh, $500 million is in contra for advertising. So it's clean $4 billion over yeah, seven years.
0: Yeah. But I think it shores up... Um, uh, the community level of it as well. I mean, the football will be able to pay for itself and, and assist its own growth, and especially well, in, it needs, through community the, football, Waffle football, sandful football needs some kind of assistance and country guarantees. Football, country football. football, yeah. youth football throughout our, let's say, throughout our metropolitan area. If someone's decided that over the next, and it's a decade, it's not just a seven-year deal. It's till 2031. Yeah, and and so that means we've got two more years to go before mm. it all kicks in. Um, so it, it is it shores up. The development of the game, the community redevelopment. I think, in a lot of ways, the re-establishment, and even from a, a youth viewpoint. To, I know of, of some of the waffle clubs that have had to combine their junior councils because they didn't have enough teams to run their own junior council. Well, I know I'm harking back a long way, but uh, I can remember, you know, when I first got involved in covering footy after being involved in mm. community football, You know, the waffer and the suburban, uh, the south suburban. And then the Sunday Football League, it was strong, it was powerful. But every Waffle Club had its own youth councils up to about under-19s. Correct. And now we know that the likes of Perth and East Perth and Swan Districts, they've got to have one combined competition to have under-15s and under-17s. And and so if if there's some degree of longer-term strategy over the next decade to help replenish... Aussie rules. That's how I call it. The AFL. I try to differentiate, Peter, between the AFL and it should be and Aussie rules. It, the game is Australian rules football. However, I've heard eight-year-olds say, "I play AFL." Yeah. I, yeah, I've heard eight-year-olds say, "When I've said, I've got to watch the AFL on Saturday. On, on Saturday, can't you see me play? I'm I play AFL." Mm. <laughs> yeah, you're right. you're not you're not going to correct the, an eight-year-old, yeah. but. There, there, there is that Aussie rules versus AFL, and Aussie rules around the country can benefit from this, I hope. I hope they don't
2: waste money because we know there has been some money on reflection and in hindsight that has been wasted on certain oh, projects well, no, by well, the
0: well, AFL. I'm reading your mind because you and I have discussed this off air and on air before. Mm. I mean, you constantly criticise the Western Sydney correct uh, model, for example. It's not they- going to work. It is not going to work, and it will never work. They might not have gotten $4.5 billion if they didn't have advancement and potential growth in Western Sydney. There's no
2: potential growth there for AFL or Aussie rules. um, I can't see where it's going to come from. I can't see where it's going to come from. The fabric. Look, this weekend, we have got the two powerful rugby league teams in the West, Penrith and uh, Parramatta, doing battle. GWS have been poor since their inception. OK, got to a grand final. What happened in the grand final against Richmond? It was one of the worst grand final performances I've ever seen. They kicked, what, three goals for the whole game. It'll need... I don't know. You've got to change people's psyche. And we talk about being glued on. Now, there's listeners that are glued on to certain radio stations. There are TV viewers that are glued on to certain TV stations, regardless of what you, what you throw at them. It's the same situation in Sydney. People in the West are glued onto rugby league and you could maybe have, who knows, um, Brad Pitt playing football for GWS. They won't go, mate. They won't go.
0: What, what is your business model? Like? How many people do you want to attract out of Western Sydney? There's four and a half million there. And they get 4,000 at a game. So you're going to grow it. The, the same argument was yelled and screamed when, when South Melbourne was relocated to Sydney. And no, look where, it was look a bit where, different. Look where, well, look where they are at now. The Sydney, Sydney are on. a huge part, yeah. So I'm not just looking at Western Sydney yesterday or next week. Again, in eight or ten years' time, whatever, there, would be, there will be some growth, but it just depends on, on what, what, what level you're expecting it to grow to. You can't compare it okay, can to I also a tell Col- you, Collingwood or okay. even Brisbane's growth. Did, I, did
2: you think Brisbane would be successful? Do you remember the start of the Sydney Swans? Yeah. It was Hollywood. Yeah.
0: Dr. Jeff no, well, Anderson. Not, not the start not the start. Warrington. No, no, no. The late no no, the late eighties. Yeah, the they late eighties, early nineties. Not not eighty two when they started. No. Okay. No. So they went but all I'm also su- suggesting is that I lived in
2: Sydney for a period of time. Western Sydney compared to Sydney Central could be two different countries. The people that live in Western Sydney don't aren't the same people that live in the C B D or the eastern suburbs of Sydney or around that area. It's a completely different model, and they are mainly migrants that come from other cultures. Where, uh, and we've seen it, the Samoans or the Pacific Islanders that settle in the Western Sydney play rugby league. So the kids affiliate with them. I, I just can't see it working, Hacks. I really. And in the end, if you're a business person, you look at the return on investment. They put so much money into it; they've got zero return so far.
0: It is part of. The $4.5 billion is, dollar arrangement and is part of the business plan to have 18 teams for the next nine seasons. So, where does Tasmania fit in? Uh, hopefully. So hopefully you have got 19 yeah, teams. Hopefully, uh, that there's more of a, a relocation hmm. or, or an AFL club But can't Tasmania don't it, but want a relocation. I know all that. I know all that. Why do you... <laughs> Alistair Clarkson's gone there to help the prospect be redirected. Rest assured, that is still part of uh, behind the scenes. Mind you, Gillam and going to walk away from that. This is Andrew Dillon who will inherit that Correct. part of it, whatever they decide in coming weeks, because I think we're, we're also going to get... We were told we'd get a, we would get an announcement on Tasmania during August, now into September, mm. and the priority looks as though it was to, to complete, complete all the negotiations relating to the television rights, which they've done, and, and as we now know, it was concluded last weekend here in Perth and announced on Tuesday. $4.5 billion for 18 teams in the competition for at least nine more years, Peter. No, so it's great money. GWS and and the, the thing is, don't also, you, 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 you're critical of GWS. There are 13 other AFL teams that require AFL assistance annually, Peter. Not just GWS, not just Gold Coast, but a heck of a lot. The Bulldogs, St Kilda. I mean, we could keep North naming Melbourne. clubs. North Melbourne especially. And North Melbourne is being bankrolled with what they've done with Alistair Clarkson, with him now chasing players, putting in place his own staff, uh, chasing Peter Jackson, who was uh, the chief executive put in there by the AFL, chasing Peter Jackson to take over North Melbourne as chief executive. I don't think he'll take it. My information is he's not that keen to get back into the hurly-burly of trying to run an AFL club. He's semi-retired, but that's what Alistair Clarkson is chasing. Alistair Clarkson's running North Melbourne with a backing of the afl okay give us your thoughts
2: uh, regarding certainly the deal is is phenomenal it's brilliant for the afl and credit to Gillam mclaughlin that uh, that'll be his legacy as many people uh, have mentioned uh, and it's etched in stone for 2031 and let's hope they use as we say the money wisely okay let's have a look at the teams hags uh, there's four teams doing battle across the weekend in the semi-finals as basically predicted uh, there isn't much of a change, if any change, for the Fremantle Dockers. And gladly not. Uh, I,
0: I, th- I clearly think that uh, Matt Tavener is not only uh, still recovering from his calf strain, I'm not so sure that ultimately, when he's available, if if they make it to a preliminary final, I've got a little bit around about their uh, plans for mm. if Fremantle do win on Saturday evening, what they plan to do next week and then... Potentially even the week after, after, yeah. Yeah. I don't see that Matt Taberner should be playing ahead of uh, Jai Amos at any state. He he hasn't had a good second half of the season. He's had one good game all all season, Matt Taberner, and he's incredibly injury prone. And if you've got. And he wasn't that good last Sunday, no peel, regardless of was a carry on.
2: I thought the coverage of that was. Yeah, I thought it was over the top because I was there broadcasting the game, and he wasn't that flash.
0: He's. Look. He wasn't that flash, and he hasn't had a good uh, a good second half to the season, and we've we've harped on about that. I I hope that Amos holds his spot. He'll have to play well enough and, and recover, I, I think uh, after Saturday. Mm-hmm. If if Freeman will get through and continue, I hope he holds his spot for a preliminary final as well. So we did and we did anticipate no change. There is there is a couple of little injury watches I think that we need to keep an eye on. I think James Ace has got a calf a, a cork mm-hmm. in the calf. It's similar to what. Um, uh, Christian Petrarca is nursing as well as he's his, his cracking a fracture in, in the, the fibula so it's similar type of cork in the calf and certainly we're keeping an eye also on, uh, on Nathan O'Driscoll who, who did tweak an ankle uh, but both probably going to play, probably come up Fremantle look like having a closed session at the MCG tomorrow morning they're not going to let anyone in to see it I, know, I suspect probably no media but certainly no one in to see it uh, and then their plan is, Peter, my understanding is that Fremantle, if they win on Saturday night, will stay in Melbourne and stay in Melbourne the week. That's interesting. Yeah. Now, if they happen to beat Sydney, so they'll travel to Sydney mm-hmm. on next Thursday uh, or Friday, if it's a Saturday game for, for some of the travel up Friday. So they would, their plan is to stay in Melbourne if they beat Collingwood on Saturday night to prevent the travel. And they've looked at some of the history of themselves and particularly West Coast in in the the time we've all been in the AFL, the expansion of the VFL in in 87, 88, 89. But they've looked at that because Fremantle have finished fifth to eighth three times, 2003, 10 and 13. Never went past week two. West Coast have finished fifth to eighth 12 times since they've been in the AFL never gone past week two when finishing fifth or eight. That's mm. WA teams zero and fifteen. And some of it's always been attributed to we didn't finish in the top four, we didn't get a home final in the second or third week and the travel really impacts. So Fremantle apparently, I'm led to believe and I've heard this through some of their backroom staff, staying in Melbourne if they beat Collingwood on Saturday night, and traveling to up play, to Sydney traveling out to Sydney, should they win the preliminary final, staying in Melbourne the grand final with. OK.
2: Let's take some calls, Hags, and we've got a few texts too on the budget text line 0487 736, 736 And Steve of Riverton has called on the Scarborough Toyota open line 13 12 Steve, thanks for your call. Yeah,
1: hi, Pete. Just on what, um, the staying in Melbourne before I get to my point, yep. probably find that they think that's going to be beneficial because most of these players would have lived that, you know, obviously in the last two years. So, the team before would not have lived it, so probably harder to convince or even work around. But given that they've done that for two years, it probably makes sense because they already know what they're in for. There's no problems there.
0: And I think, Steve, you haven't said it, but it's because of the COVID arrangements, hasn't it, in the last couple of seasons. I've got that in my notes here as well. It, they are now versed in it. So I don't think it was a difficult sell for Fremantle as well as to be guarded against that travel fatigue factor that has influenced... WA-based teams in the past when they've tried to go through to a preliminary or grand final from the bottom part of the top eight, the fourth, the, the fifth through to eighth positions. No, good call. Yeah, good call, Steve. And you do not talk about the AFL expansion teams
2: as well, do you?
1: Yeah, look, I, I tend to agree with you, Pete. I think that you know, one of the, one of the two needs to go. I, mean, I I think that, you know, I, obviously Aggers are saying that they've got the 4.5 based on Greater Western Sydney, whatever. Well, i still think they'd get the 4.5 if one of them was Tasmania. In fact, it could even be 4.6, 4.7. We don't know. Mm. I think I think they got it wrong. I think, I don't know which one goes. I, I don't know the numbers, but I, I think one of them's got to go to make way for Tasmania. No, it's not going to happen now, but I just think that was probably a really bad decision at the time. To uh, Maybe Gold Coast stays because there might be potential there, but, I tend to agree with you. From those that I know that live in Western Sydney, that they're just never going to embrace yeah. it. So can much. I? Can
2: if I they say embrace it? With... Yeah, go, on, yeah. Steve. Go. On. If they
1: haven't embraced it with the success that they had. When's it going to happen?
2: And the other thing, Steve, let me also say that I reckon the AFL can be a bit reactionary at things. You know, I reckon they've certainly grown AFLW, which I reckon is a great competition and will become a great uh, component of Australian rules football, but they've grown it too quick. To go to 18 teams within seven years is far too quick an expansion. Knee jerk for me. And I reckon they didn't do enough research before they brought GWS in for mine. They needed to sit back and slowly see how can we grow Australian rules football at community level, at the second tier level, before we put an AFL team in. And I've always suggested that the AFL at times is a bit of a reactionary body. Uh, thanks for your call, Steve. Let's go to uh, Lisa Ellen Hello, Lisa. How are you?
3: Yeah, good. Thanks, Pete. Um, hi, Kim. Hi, Lisa. I hope you're both going well. Um, I think the, I think, um, the Suns have, have done better than GWS. And I think if any team has to go, I think it should be GWS.
0: GWS have played in the finals
2: five of the last six seasons. Yeah, but look at the concessions they've been given, Hags. Yeah. Yeah, take your pick of the best players but, and, and the and land. And that
0: was part of the business model. And has the, it worked? Won a they have not won a premiership, Hags.
2: They have not won a premiership. I think there's a
0: team in purple down
2: the road that hasn't yeah, won one either. And there's a
0: team in red, hang on. white and black that hasn't won one since yeah, 1966 on. and they doesn't
2: ha- look like but it. But they didn't get the concessions that GWS have been given. Well, I think given. Fremantle, Fremantle anyway. uh, didn't
0: actually use some of the concessions that well in 94, 95, 96, 97, to be honest. Anyway, Lees, you want to talk uh, about uh, a couple of other topics?
3: Um, yeah, just on, on Aaron Finch um, Tuesday he comes out and gets dismissed for five and four of those were from an overthrow. Today, <laughs> out for duck, his fifth his, I had thought I'd better stick that one because he only got one run. His fifth duck for the year which makes him the worst or the first Australian player in history to record five um, ODI ducks in, in a calendar year. Um, Hagger's how long, is it gonna be, how long is his reputation going
0: to keep him in the game? Um, the first thing is that the Australian cricket team is now very much a boys club, particularly with what the bunch of players and the support crew did what they did to Justin Langer. So in answer to that, he'll stay as long as he keeps getting such sort of public support Is oh, you can't rule a champion off, out. He's working really hard on the nets. He just has to get a start and get a bit of luck. I mean, just the crap you're hearing from some of these blokes in commentary, his teammates, mm. and also some of the players when they're interviewed. Um, he'll stay because they've already named before this tournament. They named the T20 World Cup's team, and he's the captain. Now, that's only a month away. October, November is that T20 World Cup defence it's a really awkward problem that they've created for themselves. The, the current Australian hierarchy, which is run by the players, their coaching staff are all yes men to the senior players, the likes of Cummins and Smith and Warner and, and Finch. So he stays, Lisa. He stays. But you look at his figures. His white ball cricket just this year alone, he's had uh, he's had 23 innings, 23 innings for an average of 30 in the T20 and an average of 13 mm. in the in the 50-50 games. It's a massive question and a major problem for Australian cricket because they're preparing this group. They're experimenting with this group to prepare for the 50-50 World Cup this time next yeah. year. And Aaron Finch is supposedly going to be part of it.
2: Uh, Luis, we need to move on very quickly. Uh, anything else you'd like to have a chat? Because we need to take a break. Right, and I have just want to say...
3: Willie Rioli, he had no intentions of of, um, going back to the um, the Eagles. You know, he was talking talking the other day, you know, that him and his late father were talking about this 18 months ago. Um, So, Haggers, what do you reckon that that they'll get for him? Or who will they get for him? I reckon Uh, a second.
0: it hags second, round, second round draft pick, uh, I uh, reckon. So somewhere in the 20s, Port will have to work to get... And they'll probably get that in a compensation with with losing Carl Eamon to Hawthorne. Yeah.
2: Good on you, Lee. Thanks for the call. Paul at Churchland's waiting online. Paul, uh, sorry to keep you waiting, mate. Just a couple of minutes and we'll come to you here. On Drive with Peter Vlas and Kim Hagdorn, it's AFL Team Selections Night on this Thursday night. And it's all thanks to Toolmart, the complete tool centre.